Hey creeps, I'm Shane. I'm Hannah. Way to go, delayed response on that one. <laughs> I was drinking my tea. <laughs> this is a surprise mini-sode. Surprise! Surprise! We got new piece of tech. A little, the mixer thing that we mentioned. And so now we got, we got new tech and we got new sound effects. Yay! Isn't that cool? That's really the, the sound effects pay for themselves, honestly. But, oh yeah, well worth them. Um, you have anything, any personal creeps to start with today for our mini-sode? Mm. Shout out again to Tyler. I think he's going to get a shout out every episode, because without him, we would not have been able to get this thing. Yeah, for real. Go ahead. I do have a shout out for my grandma. We call her Mama. Um, she listened to the last episode I did about the Greenbrier ghost, and she wanted to let me know that she's been to Zona Heaster's grave. Ooh. Yeah, so she probably knew more about this topic than I did before I started Maybe. that story. Yeah. yeah. So shout out to my mama. She's been shout there. Shout out mama. Yep. She loves spooky stuff. Does she? She does. Yeah. She likes to scare us. <laughs> oh, no. She's so cute. Well, luckily we have more ghost stories coming up in the future. So Yeah, she'll love it. Thank All you right. for listening, mama. <laughs> yep. Monster catfish is what we're covering today, which is actually, I guess, our first cryptid. You could consider sure. it that, yeah. Because um, what what's a cryptid? Like a like a Bigfoot, like a, an animal that might exist, or it yeah. could be like a creature, or like a skinwalker, or it could be like a mothman, like a gnome, a mythical creature, or it could be like a kraken, or let's look up a you know the definition of cryptid. Yeah. Anyway, um, it's it. we're doing monster catfish, and this came about because. Of uh, when I first started kayaking, I told my sister, I was like, you know, I'll, I'll probably go to like Bluestone Lake and stuff. It's semi nearby. And uh, she was like, do you know that there's huge catfish at Bluestone Lake? And I was like, well, yeah, like catfish get pretty big. And she said, no, like the size of like Volkswagens. And I was like, huh? And so. This might not be a cryptid. Exactly, because Merriam-Webster says the meaning of cryptid is an animal that has been claimed to exist but never proven to exist. And we have seen, like, huge catfish. So maybe not a textbook definition of cryptid, but right. something and still kind of weird. I'll tell you this. This is considered the South's Loch Ness Monster is That's how it's cool. described. Yeah. So, and we'll get into why, but... Uh, like I said, I, my sister said, you know, there's there's these huge catfish at the bottom of Bluestone Dam. And I was like, what are you talking about? And she said, that's just, that's what we heard all the time growing up. She was like, people would say there's these huge catfish at the bottom of Bluestone Dam. And, you know, that nobody could catch them. And they're huge. And, you know, divers see them and stuff. And I was like, that's not true at all. And so I looked it up and there's like a Snopes article. Anyway, we're going to get into it and the history of why. There's these stories of monster catfish. I've definitely heard Bluestone these Dam. stories yeah. a lot before. Like I've heard, I hadn't heard about them at Bluestone, but I've heard about them being in Summersville Lake near the dam up there. Yeah. My cousin was scuba diving one time and was down there, you know, near the dam and said she went to push what she thought was a log out of her way under the water. And then when she pushed it, it like blinked at her and she realized it was a really big catfish. Yeah. Not necessarily as big as like a Volkswagen, like you said, but big enough that she mistook yeah. it for a tree that had fallen into the water. So. And they do get big. 
there's yeah. breeds of catfish that do get big, mm-hmm. certain species that get huge. Um, and we'll get into all that. Um, the funny thing about Summersville is there's the story you've probably heard. I mean, being from West Virginia, everybody says this as like a joke that uh, the town of Summersville used to be called Gad. No, it's not a joke. That's and real. I know that. But yeah. the, the joke that everybody says is they changed the name after they built the dam because it would be Gad Dam. Yeah. <laughs> so That's the Summersville <laughs> Dam. <laughs> but... So I don't know when they changed the name. I just know that that's the that's yeah. the funny. And it probably is that honestly. Yeah, like, that probably was the real reason. But anyway, uh, let's get into the thing. So um, I'm pulling some of this information, obviously from Snopes. Like I said, they they did like the myth breaking article, myth busting article mm-hmm. on the catfish, and then there's some uh, fishing game magazines that uh, run web publications that have mentioned some of this. So. Um, but, uh, the, basically the story goes, um, that anybody, somebody, anytime somebody hears this is, uh, the largest catfish have never been caught, like not even close to what the largest catfish is. Um, the real giants, the ones that grow as big as Volkswagen beetles and as big as trucks can swallow a Jack Russell hole and even pull under a child. And they live at the bottom of reservoirs and dams far too deep and far too wise for any fisherman to ever hook into one. Spooky. You can try to land one, sure. You can go ahead. You're wasting your time. Every now and then, however, a diver is tasked with going down there for, you know, to fix some equipment or check for cracks in a dam or just a recreational diver and they catch sight of one of these huge beasts just lurking at the bottom of this deep dark dam or this dark reservoir and then the diver has to promptly surface before they become fish food they get swallowed up this is country, country roads, roads creeps <laughs> That was a long intro. <laughs> yeah, I thought we were or, in the story, actually. No, this is... <laughs> I was not prepared to do the intro with you. That wasn't our best yeah. one. <laughs> um, so anyway, the like I said, a lot of this information comes from like Snopes and some of the like fish and game magazines and stuff. So um, from... There's a, it's a publication online called uh, Garden and Gun. Um, and they say, you know, that, that basically that intro, that's what... A bunch of Southerners have long believed that there's these huge catfish at the bottom of dams or the bottom of reservoirs. Um, and all the all the kids with a fishing pole have all heard this story. Um, anyone south has has heard this story. Um, that there's there's these huge uncatchable fish, and they're too smart for you to hook into them, and they're obviously too deep for you to drop a line down there. But um, it's basically the closest thing that the South has to the Loch Ness monster. Um, and I, I think there have been some stories of like some larger lakes that have had like their own Loch Ness of sorts, but this has been spread like literally every town that has a dammed up lake has this story of a huge catfish that lives at the bottom of it. So um, basically uh, Snopes kind of compiled a bunch of stories from some of these, some of these tales of the, of the catfish, like, uh, 
the divers that were cleaning out intake to a power plant and they had to be rescued from the depths by EMS crew and they were found floating unconscious, one of which was in a coma for several days and they reported a catfish so large, one of the divers was sucked into the giant mouth only to be spat out. And so that was... Jonah from, and the whale. Yeah. Um, Wait, the, the catfish knocked them all unconscious? They... From fright, I think. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> from everlasting um, faint. So that was that was from like 1998. Um, here's one from 2000. Uh, somebody says there's a lake where I live that's dammed up, and the dam repairman goes down to fix or check for cracks in the dam, and he sees a huge catfish that could swallow a Volkswagen bug whole, and he comes up from the depths of the lake and he quits his job on the spot. So there's stories mm-hmm. like that that are out there. Um, and th- there's all these variations of it. Um, they, uh, they've all, they all have these different like mythical catfish stories. They're in quarries in Georgia, lakes in Texas, uh, the Colorado river and less specific sightings naming only a certain state. Um, the legend moves around so much and, uh, it's been told for decades as like this occurrence that, uh, only happened like at these local places with lakes or like really big rivers or you know and pretty much in the south i don't i don't know of any stories that happen like up north even though there are catfish that are up north in the northern part of the united states they don't have the biggins no they don't (laughs) so um in some of the rarer tellings uh the fish will be described as a carp or a pike Mm -hmm. um carp isn't so scary but pike actually have like sharp teeth so have you ever like been down at the beach and you walk out on the boardwalks and they have where you can get food for the carp out of like a bubblegum machine put in a quarter and you get the fish food okay they are a little scary when there's like 70 of them on top of each other trying to get the food yeah and carp are actually an invasive species yeah they're kind of (laughs) gross and i'll I'll get into that at the end but um anyway uh, i can get you know pretty big they they can yeah yeah um that's scary but uh so some of the narratives commonly include uh, these people saying, like, I'll never go back down to the bottom of the lake, or they'll have, you know, some kind of, like, really vivid description, like, as big as a truck or as big as a Volkswagen bug. They're big enough to swallow a man or several men at once. Um, sometimes the catfish does more than just look at a diver. He chomps on a leg or something. Um, alternatively... Uh, there's been accounts of they don't necessarily touch a diver or anything, but out of fright, the diver's hair turns white and what? never a diver again. So okay, I it's, don't know about all that. <laughs> like I said, there's all these mythical kind of stories that, yeah. you know, and Snopes kind of has them all listed. Like here's variations of this whole tale. So, mm-hmm. um, so out of uh, Garden and Gun again, um, they got in contact with a guy named Billy Mitchell. And he's a diver with a river services company in Greenville, Mississippi. He's spent the last 15 years salvaging submerged barges, working on dams and waterway construction sites from the Gulf of Mexico all the way up to St. Paul, Minnesota. So he's all around and he's heard every legend that there is. So he said, uh, actually, when people see them with their diving shirts on, they always ask like, hey, have you seen one of these big catfish? And <laughs> And he's like, yeah, I hear this question like 30 times a year. <laughs> it's like once a week, somebody's going to ask him, hey, have you seen this catfish that's as big catfish. as a truck? So um, 
and he always says like, you know, he always tells him like, yeah, it's a myth. But then sometimes he says he'll get uh, like a little bit of like an attitude and be like, oh yeah, they're real. Like you better watch out. <laughs> so, which kind of, I guess, keeps the myth going a little bit because all the, all the people that know that it's like a myth are, you know, they, they just, it's a story to tell kids and stuff. Yeah. So the boogeyman yeah watch out for the big catfish in the lake yeah for real swallow like, you up <laughs> so um he said it, it, all the stuff that he's witnessed aren't really necessarily anything special like there are some big catfish nothing that's necessarily exclusive to like one lake or one area and nothing that's like big enough to swallow a manhole or big enough to you know as big as a truck or a volkswagen bug or something there is actually an old story from Japan. So from about the 15 or 1600s up to the late 1800s, the Japanese believed in an orca-sized mythical whiskered fish named Namazu who controlled flooding and rainfall. And in 1855, when a 7.0 magnitude earthquake rocked the city that would later become Tokyo, which killed 8,000 people, Locals believe that Namazu was the reason that all of this destruction came about. I hadn't heard that before. Yeah, I haven't either. So, but the, you know, these huge stories are all over the place. Even Mark Twain in 1883, in his, in his memoir, Life on the Mississippi, he writes of seeing a six foot, 250 pound catfish in the river. This is the Mississippi River. Um, and uh, if that's true, it would dwarf the current standing North American record of a 143-pound blue catfish caught in Kerr Lake uh, on the Virginia-North Carolina border in 2011. So, like I said, they do get big. Um, in North America, the largest is 143 pounds. So, Like, for a fish, pretty big. Yeah. They're just not as big Bigger as than you, truck. right? Yeah. Like, Yeah, bigger than me. So, <laughs> um, not big enough to, like, swallow a grown person whole no but we'll also get into that here in a minute so um a lot of these uh a lot of these rumors of the giant catfish got a lot more colorful over time there's actually a story from the early 1900s it's like 1902 um where the it's a publishing in kentucky the hickman courier they published a front page story about a farmer's near-death fight with a monster catfish that had become stuck in the shallows of a creek and nobody knows why, but he decided that he was going to jump on top of the catfish and it uh, impelled him with one of its spiked fins and pulled him deeper into the water where he nearly drowned. So that's sad. That's kind of like a, I think this courier, the Hickman courier is kind of like a tabloid of sorts, but who knows at this point, like, once you go back a certain amount of time, you never really know what stories are entirely true, yeah, which stories sure. are entirely false. So, like when um, I was talking about the Greenbrier ghost, yeah, kind of all over the place. Yep. So, um, they uh, there was a widely passed around photo of a catfish in the neighborhood of 800 pounds uh, that was taken in 1914 in Hardin County, Tennessee that further propagated this belief in these huge catfish. Um, and actually, Snopes was one of the places that proved this to be fake. But there's a 
there's an ESPN article that I found, and I'll I'll pull the picture and put it on our Instagram in the photo dump for this that um, will will show what it was, and you can kind of see. It looks kind of obvious after I tell you this, but basically it was somewhat of a prank. They used the child's wagon and put a normal size catfish in there. It was like oh. 50 to 85 pounds from what I've seen. Yeah. Which is still a big catfish, but right. not 600 pound catfish um, or 800 pound catfish. And so they put it in a child's wagon. Illusion sort of thing. Yeah. And they used a cardboard cutout of a man from a cigarette ad. <laughs> So that's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. So they took this photo and uh, it actually hung up in the general store that was nearby for a long time. And it became like a sort of like this fishing attraction. That, like, hey, we caught out here. We caught 800, 800 pound. Look at that picture. That's that's it in a wagon, a normal sized human sized wagon. <laughs> With with, and that's a real a guy. Normal yeah. human sized man. <laughs> so and I think that it, it hung up in that store, I think, in. I'm not sure if that store is still around, but it, yeah. for a long time, it, it hung around. You know what that reminds me of? What? One time when I was a kid, um, we were at the state fair, my whole family, and there was this attraction where it said, like, to see the world's smallest horse, the tiniest horse ever. And I begged my dad to, like, pay to let me see the littlest horse. And he was trying to explain to me so hard that it was a scam, that it wasn't really, like, a tiny horse. It was just you know, one of those things to make money. And I could not be convinced. And finally I wore him down. He's like, fine, like here's the $5, whatever. And so I go around the curtain that they have and it was just a miniature pony that they had down in a hole in the ground to make it look smaller than it really was. <laughs> They'd like dug out a little rectangular, you know, like pit almost and put this miniature pony down in the hole. And we're like, yep, that's it. World's smallest horse. And I yeah. learned a valuable lesson that day. Yeah, that's really funny. <laughs> Everything at the yeah. fair is a scam. <laughs> um, as it turns out, the bearded lady is actually a real thing. So. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so I'll, I'll give you like the, I guess the the history of these stories on truck-sized catfish, right? Okay. <laughs> so according to Snopes, the earliest accounting of this kind of story was from the 50s, and uh, there was basically a, a car that drove off a bridge into the water, and divers had to go down to rescue it, so they go down, and a shadow creeps over them, and it's this gigantic catfish, and Spooky. so, you know, they, they all came up, and they had this account of this catfish, um, so, you know, they, they look up in horror, and it's the size of a Volkswagen, and then they make it back to the surface, and that's hundreds of feet above them, and uh, those dri- the driver and the passengers still rest at the bottom of the lake because they won't go back. Nobody will go back down. So that's from the fifties. Uh, by the sixties, these mythical catfish had grown to the size of Ford Falcons. Um, I didn't look that up to see what it was. I'm imagining like one of those huge, like bus-sized sedans that they made in the sixties. I have no idea. <laughs> um, in the 70s, the same fish were as large as full-size Buicks, and uh, then by the next decade, they were the size of Winnebago's. So, they keep getting bigger. And they actually make a joke here that if the current trend in storytelling continues unchecked, by 2100, those cats will rival space shuttles. <laughs> so. Anyway, so all of these stories uh, of monster catfish 
they surface over small town newspapers every so often. But um, in the 30s, they kind of took on like a new life where Tennessee Valley Authority began building hydroelectric dams throughout the southeast. And they were um, deepening the waterways and making existence uh, of the gigantic fish more plausible in the minds of a lot of people. And so if you don't know about catfish, they're negative buoyant. They like to sit at the bottom of like lakes and rivers and all these reservoirs and at the bottom of the dams and stuff, which is, you can't see them because they sit down on the bottom of the, mm-hmm. of the floor of the river or the lake or whatever. And you're never going to hook them because they're way too big and smart for you. So <laughs> anyway, so they were, they were featured in, um, all these far-fetched stories. Um, they, uh, the rumor in the seventies persisted in Caseyville, Kentucky, that a fisherman found a human baby in the stomach of a large flathead catfish. What? And that's according to the American folklore uh, and, and encyclopedia. Um, within a decade, that supposed incident, um, or sorry, within a decade of that supposed incident, giant catfish had become a bona fide tabloid fodder. So they're featured every tabloid magazine and, hey, these catfish are swallowing babies and dogs and people and everything was there any more information about that story like if that was true not really and i highly doubt that it was true yeah if it was horrible okay if it was it's not that a catfish would attack a baby because they don't really do that um they there's not really any reported you know stories of someone actually being attacked by a catfish other than these like myths and stuff of giant catfish. Right. There are catfish big enough to swallow a baby. But if that was true, I would imagine that it would have to be a baby drowned. Right. Landed at the bottom. And one of the catfish came by and scooped it up because they're not really. It didn't like come up to the surface and grab a baby. Yeah. They, they are a lot of species are bottom feeders. Yeah. And a lot of, species will once they get big enough they will become predatory Mm -hmm. but mostly on other fish and like crawdads and things like that shellfish um and then something that's dead that's at the bottom of a river or something like that they will eat so um they they go into some of the some of the certain tales of catfish one of the largest species of the whales catfish that can grow as large as 300 pounds, but they are native to Eastern Europe and some of Asia. Now, these, these stories, like I said, there's all of the divers that are in, mentioned in any of these articles that I read. Basically, they're like, yeah, I've never seen anything like that, but we get asked all the time, and so sometimes we just tell people, yeah, it's true, there, there's gigantic catfish. So let's go into some of the facts that I've found out because this whole thing despite like me hearing the story like my sister grew up hearing these stories apparently yeah and i heard it and i read some of these and everyone says it's mythical but it's like okay well i know that there's some catfish that can grow huge so how big do they get right and if they're going to get that big where are they and so I guess we'll find out. So here's facts about catfish. Okay. 
there are about 40 families of catfish. There's about 30 families in North America alone. And catfish can be found on every continent, except for Antarctica. There's no Antarctic catfish. That we know of. That we know of. Unless I guess they dig deep enough and they just find like catfish skeletons from like a million years ago when Antarctica was a Antarctica was a rainforest or something. But <laughs> anyway, um, these, uh, like I said, 40 families, there's 30 of these families in the United States alone. There's over 3000 species of catfish worldwide. And there's, that's actually like a really big number. If you think about it, this, uh, this article that I read all these facts on catfish says that it's uh, one out of every 20 known vertebrates is a catfish. Wow. So that's a pretty high ratio. Yeah. Like when people on Twitter talk about getting ratioed, <laughs> get ratioed by a catfish. catfish yeah. Like one out of 20 known vertebrates is a catfish. So um, is, how can that be? I don't know. I was trying to think about that. And I decided not to think too much about it and just say it like it was a real fact that these people know about and no one else does. But Okay, we'll accept it. um, I'm believing it. So um, there's a... Scientists believe that there are more to be discovered. I wonder if it's actually aquatic vertebrates. Maybe that makes more sense. Yeah, I could believe that a little easier. Anyway, so there's 3,000 species, and um, there uh, there's a bunch of species in North America and in all over Europe, Asia, South America. There's they're all over the place, but um, they uh, there's 3,000 species known worldwide. Scientists think that there there could be more that we don't know about yet. So um, just a little bit about catfish in general. Uh, most of them are bottom feeders. And uh, they're all pretty much similarly shaped, despite all the size differences that you can find. Um, They're mostly active at night. And once adults, they'll eat other fish and other vertebrates. Uh, One of the unique characteristics of catfish is that their skin is smooth without scales. And instead, catfish have sharp spines on their fins and their backs and sides. So there's a lot of fish that have spines like on their fins. So like bluegill and stuff, when you catch them. You have to like sweep back or they'll, they'll get you. You kind of have to be careful handling them. They're not, it's not really going to like kill you, but it hurts to get stabbed by a fish. So anyway, so as their namesake, the most notable feature on a catfish is their whiskers, also known as barbells. And most of them have at least one pair of these whiskers, but they can have up to, um, eight barbells near their mouth. Oh, so that's like too many. Four that pairs. Too many. Yeah. Yuck. <laughs> so um, they can range actually in, uh, they can range in size from four to five centimeters and all the way up to 15 feet or 4.6 meters in length. That's huge. It is huge. Yeah. All right. So the, the most commonly heard of catfish, at least around here, are you're going to find... Um, the blue catfish, which, like I said earlier, the world record for that catfish, at least caught, is uh, 143 pounds, and it was caught in Kerr Lake, Virginia. Um, you've got the channel catfish, and the world record for that 
is 58 pounds, caught in Santee Cooper Reservoir in South Carolina. And the flathead, a.k.a. mud catfish, um, is has a world record of 123 pounds in Elk City Reservoir, Kansas. So, they do get big. So, like I said, the the ones you're going to hear around here are like the blue catfish and the flathead or the mud cat and uh, the uh, channel catfish. So, and they're all in like lakes and rivers around West Virginia, the new river, especially. So I'll give you a rundown of what the biggest catfish are. Um, and I have ranked them myself. And <laughs> so if you, if you look at this list online, if you look this up, they're ranked differently and I'm going to explain why I've ranked them okay. differently. So in third place, you've got the uh, the Pariba catfish, and that can grow up to nearly 12 feet in length and weigh over 400 pounds. The second one is going to be the Wells catfish. That's W-E-L-S, Wells catfish. And they can grow up to 15 feet in length and weigh anywhere from 300 to 660 pounds. Now... I'll say this, like I said, the world record for Wells catfish is only like 290 something pounds. So huh. they can get up to 300 pounds. Just haven't That's the record. Well, they, so they have been called at like 290 something. Right. The, this article that I read uh, says up to 660. And I disagree that you could have a 600 pound catfish that hasn't been caught. Mm-hmm. If they can grow up to that, and where would you even find that information other than people fishing for them? So, well, maybe anyway. I guess like a diver could have seen it, but I don't know how they would know how heavy it is if it wasn't. Yeah, like I said, you'd you would have up. to land it and yeah. come weigh, weigh it, it mm-hmm. which counts as fishing for catfish because people noodle for them, which means you go in the water and yeah. grab them by the mouth <laughs> and pull them out of the water. You're not doing that if it's 600 pounds, which so. is an insane way to fish. Yeah, because so, like, what about? You know, like snapping turtles and stuff, they live in the same there's, place. You're going to lose a finger. There's tons of people that have lost fingers noodling for catfish. because it's simply not worth it to me. Yeah. So, anyway, the number one catfish by me. According to Shane. Is the Mekong catfish. This is the largest recorded uh, as far as I've seen. It doesn't grow as long as the whale's catfish. They grow approximately 10 feet long. But they can weigh... 646 pounds. That's the largest that I've seen caught. So there it is. Yeah, I agree with your ranking. So not you're you're losing about five foot on length, but they're fat. They're thick little buddies. <laughs> they're chunky. Thick. They're uh <laughs> two C's, three C's maybe. Oh my gosh. They I mean, six hundred pounds, you're you're gaining three hundred pounds on on one that's you know, four or five feet longer. So yeah, I think you deserve number one anyway. So what could all the stories be about? <laughs> I know that the, you know, these are, these are, you people are wondering what, if it's not the catfish, then what, what could it? it be? So the Loch Ness monster. Yeah. So <laughs> the Wells catfish is like the, "Quote unquote biggest that everybody says. Um, Wells is a Proto-Germanic word for whale, um, and it, it has not been introduced in North America yet, so it can't be that. 
Right. Because they don't live here. It is, however, in Brazil. Um, and it's, it's actually uh, lives in a kind of an unusual habitat for the species. They exist in the Chernobyl exclu- exclusion zone. So, and they've actually, it looks, people have studied them. They seem healthy there. Like, there's not any problems with them. So, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Catfish are actually hardy for the creatures that they are. They, I mean, a lot of, a lot of fish are actually a lot tougher than what people think they are. Yeah. Um, when you consider that, like, like bass, people fish for them. And, I mean, you can really yoink a, a bass's <laughs> face Don't off. Don't say that. What? Gross. And anyway, bad. <laughs> the fish are tough, is what I'm trying to say. So, um, these uh, there's a small population of Wells catfish in uh, the abandoned cooling ponds and channels that are a close distance to the decommissioned power plant. Um, like I said, they appear healthy and they're maintaining a position as top predators in that ecosystem. So, that's kind of cool. Um, however, they are kind of invasive. So when they're introduced to a new area, the other fish species see a pretty steep decline because they're so big, they eat a lot, and where they're big, they can also be predatory to other fish. So um, they're not established in North America yet, including the Great Lakes. Um, And uh, they actually say that if they were introduced to the Great Lakes, they have a high confidence level that they would... um, they would establish themselves and have a pretty good breeding population in the Great Lakes, at least. So the other one uh, is the Mekong, the biggest fish. Number one catfish, according to me. Um, The Mekong is not in West Virginia, clearly. Nor is it in the Mississippi River. (laughs) Nor is it anywhere in North America. It's actually somewhat endangered a little bit. It's like protected. The way that they do, risk. Uh, yeah. So the way that they do their um, the protected species stuff worldwide is kind of weird. Different areas, different regions, different countries have different ways of ranking versus like the endangered stuff. <laughs> so the the Mekong catfish. Can you guess where that is found? Nope. Do you? Would you like to take a guess? Nope. They're found in the Mekong Basin. It's a big river. They actually had a battle there uh, during like Vietnam War and stuff. Yeah, Um, that makes sense. So they've actually had quite a lot of battles there. Anyway, um, they're found naturally in the Mekong Basin from Vietnam all the way up to the Yunnan province of China. China. Oh, my gosh. That's what you loaded on the soundboard? I got, yeah. Get out. Even got this. I love China. Boo. <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite thing. My favorite thing is the the compilations of all the times Trump has said China and how like it progressively gets more unhinged as it goes along. Yeah. Okay. So you did tell me you had a surprise on the soundboard, and that's not what I expected. Yep. Uh huh. And I can do the China, China. Yep. Please don't. Anyway, so if it's not those two. Are there any species of fish in West Virginia that could be this myth about? Since we're talking about Bluestone or Summersville Dam or whatever. Good question. So what is there in West Virginia that could be that big? West Virginia, boy. (laughs) Heck yeah. 
So. Oh, this was a good use of money. <laughs> so we're going to go through some West Virginia records real quick. Okay. Um, the common carp, the state record is 45.2 pounds. Hmm. So not huge. Mm-hmm. Not, not Volkswagen, big, huge. Um, there's a grass carp. Those actually get pretty big um, or a lot bigger than common carp. Um, the state record is 71.69 pounds. The world record is actually 87 point, uh, or 87 pounds and 10 ounces. Okay, we're getting kind of big. We're getting bigger. Um, there's musky, um, and they are actually pretty predatory. Mm-hmm. Um, although, despite what you'll read online, uh, on like hillbillies talking in the fishing Facebook groups that I'm a part of, right? Um, they don't devastate other fish populations. Mm-hmm. Like the musky aren't devastating the smallmouth population in the New River, no matter what some dum dumb says about the Bluestone Lake. Okay. <laughs> okay. So anyway, that's my small rant about that. Um, the state record muskie used to be 53.5 inches long and 34.6 pounds. Mm. And it was broken within the last five years twice. Well, the first time it was broken was in the Canal River. And that was 54 inches, slightly bigger. And 39.6 pounds. And in 2022, that record was smashed. <laughs> Recording a 55-inch muskie and 51 pounds. Nice. So that's 11 pounds heavier than the yeah. second place previous record. Those are, this sounds like all big fish, but not big enough for Not big enough. No. Now, the... There is a striper, and that's a type of bass, striped bass. And the, I, I believe that's actually like a northern kind of fish. And I want to say saltwater. I have no idea. Or is natural to saltwater. I'm not sh- completely sure on that. Um, if Tasha listens to this, who runs the fishing guides through the New River, mm-hmm. um, she loves striper and loves to catch striper and is going to like completely tear me up over this if I'm wrong, but like your sister did about episode one. Yeah. So <laughs> as she should have. That was deserved. <laughs> yeah. Um so striper are like I said, striped bass. The state record on that is forty five pounds and eleven ounces. Um and it should be noted that they actually they stock those in the New River and I believe they're about to stop doing that. Um because the striper they don't they can't set up a population here. They can't establish themselves. They actually run upriver once a year to spawn, but the water isn't right. Mm-hmm. And so it's a false spawn. They can't actually spawn eggs and make new fish. So that's sort of sad, but yeah, they stock them and they're about to stop. I wish they would actually stock like larger, uh, larger genes of smallmouth and largemouth like they do in some of the southern states like Texas. And mm-hmm. I believe, I know Texas has that program, and I want to say somewhere like Oklahoma or Kansas has a program like that. But um, anyway, as far as bass go, the state record smallmouth was nine pounds. That was pulled from the New River in 1977. And then the state record largemouth was 12 pounds, four ounces. That was pulled from the Mon River in 1994. So none of these fish, even even though they're big, 
they're not they're not big enough. If anything, it would have to be like a Wells catfish or the Mekong catfish. But they're in Europe and Asia. So Did you say what the biggest catfish in West Virginia was that had been caught? Yeah, the um God, that's up me. here. I believe the blue catfish. Oh, um, that's right. Okay. Yes, the blue catfish was 143 pounds. Yeah. And they can actually grow decently big. Mm-hmm. And I've I've seen them like when we do floats on the New River, um basically just run up in a boat and kind of flow back down and fish. Um they catfish will sit at the bottom of the New River and you can actually see them. Yeah. And I actually I, I was with Tasha this one time. I was like, "Hey, that's a weird looking rock. That looks almost exactly like a fish. And she goes, yeah, that is a kind of weird looking rock. And then it swam off. Right. And we were like, that was a huge catfish. <laughs> yeah. So they do get big and it's, it's hard to gauge size when you're looking down through the water because of like reflection and stuff like that. But I mean, I, you could probably estimate one of the bigger ones that I've seen like three to four feet long, but still not truck sized. Right. So Myth busted. <laughs> Saying it here. Is that trademark, do you think? Probably is. Almost certainly, yeah. yeah. Has to be. Anyway, that is our mini-sode. Maybe not so mini-sode. <laughs> yeah, that kind of... Hopefully... Probably, probably shorter than our other ones, but maybe not many. Um, yeah. I want to say that I'm not completely convinced there's not a giant catfish out there. I could believe that people might have seen one that just hasn't been caught because it's too big. But... If there are big ones out there, then we should definitely be able to get them like on video or something. You mean like in West Virginia? Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to say for sure that it doesn't exist because it could. I'll say this. The, I don't think that you'll see one in West Virginia that is big enough to get much bigger than the 143 pound record. Yeah. Um, Let's say myth is unlikely. Busted. <laughs> now You're gonna I, I'll letter. say this. Yeah. I'll say if they're, if the catfish are going to get much bigger, you would have to have a lot warmer climate where there's first of all, a lot more vegetation and fish can get a lot bigger. Yeah. First of all, the bait fish can get a lot bigger and then therefore your catfish don't have to work as hard for every meal that they get. So so we can sum it up with, are there big catfish? Yes. Are there truck-sized man-eating catfish? No. There are truck-sized catfish. Not here. The Mekong. <laughs> not here. They're though. not necessarily man-eating, yeah. <laughs> so Good episode. Very informative. Learned a lot about yeah. fish today. We, well, we'll see. <laughs> so, um, anyway, that's pretty much it for our mini-sode. Um, I hope it stayed under like 45 minutes. We'll see. You'll be back next week with our, back to our original episode. Did you pick yeah, what you're doing? To, back to our regular. It was um, to be decided. Yeah. I think I'm still going to do the mass hysteria thing that we that talked about. That will be a yeah. good one. So anyway. Looking forward to it. That's it. Um, I hope if you have any stories about gigantic fish, like, oh, that fish I caught was that big. <laughs> let us know. And I didn't get a picture of it because it shook off right at the boat. Oh, no. <laughs> um, then let us know. Hit us up on Instagram. And if you're not following us on Instagram, then you're missing all the funnies. <laughs> You'll see the photo dumps, obviously, on our Instagram and our Facebook page. Leave us a five-star review if you enjoyed the episode. And Please be safe driving share. home. Please share it. Hit Please share. share it, yeah. Be safe driving home. Watch out for the not deer. Bye.
拜。拜。